This is College Dame Day, a podcast for college football fans, hosted by three sisters who recap last week's games, talk about upcoming matchups, and find some time to trash talk the teams they don't like. Let's join Megan, Amy, and Laura as they break the huddle and kick off this week's episode. Hey everybody, welcome to podcast number eight. It should be a should have been a nice relaxing weekend for everybody. So hopefully everyone enjoyed. Uh, there was no Nebraska game. So in my words, ah, sweet relief. It was nice to kick back and only worry about uh, other teams. Uh, what did you guys, what did you guys focus on this weekend? Did you do anything fun besides watch football since we had an off week? I took my kids to a haunted house. So kind of the same as watching football, Husker football. Okay. Yes. Um, it really wasn't that bad. Like I'm not a fan of like being scared or watching scary movies. But my kids like it, and I took Cassie to, like, because it's supposed to be, like, 12 and older, but I took Cassidy to the 12 and under one where basically you'd, like, walk through with all the lights on and there's no actors, and she was so bored. She was, like, let down, and she was, like, I want to go to the real one. So we went to the real one, and um, I think she shut her eyes the whole time. So watch <laughs> for that, but, yeah. I get another parallel to Husker Games. Okay. Yeah. I shut the We've all been there. Megan, what would you do? I just spent the day watching football and cheering for chaos. So it was a relaxing, wonderful Saturday. Nice. Well, I mean, besides football, we had a big event for our family this week. We found out the little, the new little Husker fan, if it was going to be a boy or girl. So we, we did find out. We'll post the result on our Facebook and Instagram page so you guys can see. Uh, but that was another big event that we had this week. Um, we did have some picks from last week's games, so we can go through those. There were some good games this week. Uh, we'll start with Purdue and Wisconsin. We all took Purdue, so we're going to put a big L on the board for us. And uh, I'm, it was funny. I was talking with Michael about it, and he's like, uh, he's like, well, it's bad news and good news. He goes, it's bad news because when we play them now, they're not going to be ranked. But that's good because we are 0% against ranked teams, so now we don't have a chance to upset them, but also – we probably wouldn't have upset them. So maybe it works out that they're going to not be ranked anymore when we play them. I didn't expect Wisconsin to look so good, question mark, or Purdue to look so bad. Not sure which. Okay, Purdue was yeah. on their hangover from beating Iowa, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point. They peaked and then they're back down on the, the roller coaster. But uh, yeah, I was, I, was, I was surprised by that as well. Um, I don't know. The Big Ten is just, it's so frustrating because the Big Ten, I feel like it's just such a toss up from week to week. But yet Nebraska is like in their own little category. Like everyone's up for like a couple good wins, you know, maybe a couple bad losses, one upset. And then Nebraska is just like down there at the bottom, which is a huge bummer. So hopefully this weekend we can get a W. But yeah, the Big Ten, I just don't even know what to think anymore. Next game up, this was a bummer. Uh, we also <laughs> all missed this one, too. Um, Oklahoma State and Iowa State. So the big controversy, I will say, though, I said it was going to be a three-point game, and I was right to the wrong winner. But what do you guys think? Controversy at the end, do you think he had that first down? Bad spot? It was a bad spot, for sure. I think um, he had it. I mean, I, I don't I don't go. think they could have overturned it, but. I had to leave to go get ready for work, so I didn't. I didn't see that part, but it it makes me angry that there's not better technology because like in the Minnesota game, Adrian was in the end zone. Like he, like we had a touchdown that they didn't call. And because like there, there's no like 
indisputable evidence. You can't overturn it. So I'm like, okay, this is 2021, almost 2022. We need some better equipment. I don't know what it would even be called, like technology to like see if <laughs> get a first down or like where the ball actually should be on the field before the runner's down. You know what I mean? Like use mm-hmm. like, be, like cameras reality. built into everyone's outfits so that there's 3000 angles that like AI technology can put together. So you can always see. Not necessarily, but like there should be something like. Think of it like GPS tracking in the football so that we had like okay. absolute knowledge of where it was like and on the like, field. And then on the lines on the field, like to, to yes. be like, okay, and then there's like a red dot on like, this is where the ball was. This is the first place yeah. it got, got his knee down. So like, yeah, it, sh- it shouldn't be that hard. That wasn't the only controversial call in that game though. What did you guys think about the touchdown that they took off the board for Iowa State? For because of the celebrating. Did you see that part? Yeah, yeah. That, I think that was weak. I think so too. I mean, wait, they took a touchdown. About... So I didn't watch this whole game. They took one off after he scored for celebrating. Yes, mm-hmm. that should be enforced they, on the kickoff or the. Yes, like, I know, but they said that the taunting began before he got to the end zone because he was kind of doing like a high step, like move into the end zone. But they they called it back probably twenty yards. I mean, it was really. Yeah. Like it wasn't it was just like on the goal line. Yeah. yeah. That's a ref so, that has too much power, like power issues. Yeah. Really. yeah and I mean, like ended up not mattering because Iowa State scored like two or three plays later. So they still got the touchdown eventually. But I just feel like that's flagrant use of power by the ref, um, especially because I didn't think his taunting was anything yeah. exorbitant. You know, it's, it's like, like, yes, it was technically taunting, but it wasn't like excessive in my opinion what's the difference between taunting and celebrating like you know what I mean yeah like unless yeah. he was in there with like both of his middle fingers extended like I don't know <laughs> which how would he hold the ball <laughs> yeah. well I'm sure you could do it like but I'm just saying like True. what's the difference like how is it rubbing like because then any celebrating technically is taunting that you're rubbing it into the other team so but. so that's not too much power Right. That's the story there. Um, It was a good game. It was back and forth the whole time. Uh, It was a bummer. All I know is to um, write my congressman, ABC, always, I think I complained about this last time, but I'm going to keep complaining about it until they stop. ABC (laughs) always, always, always goes to the North Dakota State game. So whenever that is, the, the game on ABC, I can't see anymore. It was... Three weeks ago, it was the Texas-Oklahoma game, so I couldn't see the second half of that. Last week, it was the Iowa-Purdue game, so I couldn't even see Purdue upsetting Iowa. And then this week, it was the um, Illinois-Penn uh, State, nine overtimes. I couldn't watch anything. Like People are freaking out, going crazy, and I couldn't even watch it because ABC goes to North Dakota State. Yeah, that's that's annoying. I I, I will support you in writing your congressman. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, and then you can't get it anywhere because it's like because it's being broadcast here. They don't yeah. put it on a different ESPN or like there's just nowhere else to watch it. Can you sign in to like a TV and then turn your like location off and then I'm somewhere else? Yeah, say you're like in Nebraska. <laughs> I don't think so because my home thing is here. So like, unless I had GPS saying I was somewhere else, I think I would still get these local channels. That's annoying. Yeah, it's super, super annoying. Speaking of well, that, speaking like, I was going to say, I think we're on the same track. Speaking of the 9 overtime yeah, game. 
Yes. What did you guys think about the new overtime rules? Laura, sorry, Amy, I know you didn't get to see it. Um, hilarious. It was like <laughs> the worst football I like ever been seen. Michael's like statistically, like it shouldn't be this many times you can't get in the end zone. Like what is happening here? <laughs> yes, it was crazy. Um, a lot of people are complaining about how you have to go for two after the second overtime. And it's just basically like penalty goals in soccer. Then mm-hmm overtime period like where you're not really playing four downs and trying to get into the end zone you're just going for two going for two going for two but I kind of liked it I mean I know a lot of people are complaining about it but I felt like like you're saying Laura Illinois and Penn State look so bad it's like let's do whatever we can to just get this game over with I feel like if we had played a full put it on the 20 yard line let them try to score I felt like we would have been there even longer because they couldn't even score a two-point conversion for, what, six or seven overtimes? <laughs> it was mm-hmm. just ridiculous. Yeah, I I did kind of like it because every play matters. And so it's like yeah. every time it's like, okay, what's your best tier play? I think the funny is part two is like, so after they both go for it, like, and they both miss it, then they had to walk to the other side of the field. So it's literally like, you know, hike the ball, miss it. Next thing, hike the ball, miss it. All right, travel down, you know, 100 yards to the other side. All right, do it again. Traveled on a hundred yards back. So then you just see the teams like this wave moving down and back and up the field and back and down. Yeah. I'm like, this yeah. is ridiculous. But I do like the fact that, like you said, kind of like penalty, you know, shootouts, every play matters because you get one snap, one chance. And so that does make it a little bit exciting. Um, I just, I couldn't, I could not believe how long it, it went, but there you go. There's history. Well, it was so funny because neither team could score and it was like, okay, no score, no score, no score. And then finally, I can't even remember. I think it was Illinois scored on a two-point conversion. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, after six or seven tries, you're like, this is it. The game's over. And then, of course, Penn State scores. <laughs> and they go back to not scoring. It was like, oh, my gosh. Someone please end this. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, – we were actually – the funny thing is because we were watching it on the way home because we had gone out west. And I'm like, oh, this game will be over by the time, you know, we're sitting at, like, five overtimes i'm like oh you know we're a couple minutes from home it'll be over by the time we get there and we had to sit and park and because uh charlotte fell asleep so we had to sit and park in the like the the back uh, and watch it and i was like okay come on like someone's and finally i just gave up because i had groceries in the car so i had to start taking them in i'm like just tell me who won. I'm like, I anymore. i've lost all interest <laughs> yes but yeah but those were both um I guess all three of these games have been upsets. Purdue is, was 25, Oklahoma State was 8, and I know Penn State was ranked as well. So those were all upset games. Um, a game that was not an upset, but probably not a surprise either, um, Clemson-Pitt. And so, Megan, you got this game. And I did not watch a ton of it, but did DJ Uyagalele, uh, his name makes me laugh try every time I try to say it, apologies, um if I butchered that did he get like benched for a little bit or was it just they were running like a different package when I was I flipped over because he was on the sideline yeah he was benched I mean he looks not good at all so it's kind of an Oklahoma situation I think where he had so much hype going into the season um and now they're like starting to maybe question (laughs) reality up for the job here's the difference here's the difference I think that like he his benching is just straight from like lack of talent and Spencer Rattler I think he like lost his team like 
I, I do think that like Caleb has like a running edge that he doesn't, but like, I don't think Spencer got benched because of like his talent. I think that like the players didn't like, I don't know if he just wasn't a leader, but like when the fans are cheering for you, like to put your backup in and you're like a Heisman favorite, like that something's going on there. You know what I mean? Like, I just think yeah, that I mean, there's a difference. Yes, but interesting because both of them were considered Heisman candidates and now I don't think either one should yeah. be. So we'll see what happens, think, you know, the second half of the season, but it's not looking good you, for them. Do you think Clemson's, I don't want to call it a dynasty, but I'll use that for lack of a better word. Do you think it's done? Yeah. Oh, it's it's like crumbling. You don't think they'll be back in the next year or two? They're going to have to rebuild. Like, you know what I'm saying? It Like, it crumbled. It didn't just like, it's not like a pop-up tent where there's like the wind blew it over and it can pop back up it like like the stones (laughs) the stones crumbled so they might be back but it's going to take a while I think yeah I'll be interested to see their recruiting classes moving forward because they've got some in the you know in the deck but I'm curious moving forward I'm I'm a little bit I'm not worried for them but if I were them I would be worried yeah but I also think too that like the more you like people don't realize that especially in this day and age like with commits and stuff like that doesn't mean anything until they're actually there playing and even then with the transfer portal it's, it doesn't mean much but it's like as they like continue this downward trend I, I think kids are gonna like decommit because it was like the place to go you know and now it's not so I think they quickly it's like a I don't know it's like a what's that um an exponent it's like exponential one thing leads to another, like a house of cards, maybe. I don't know. How to <laughs> Typically, you're our analogy person, but you lost me there, Amy. <laughs> it's like, not only is it like their play, but they're going to lose commits, which is going to make it harder. It's just like be a it, domino effect. It's a ripple effect, I guess. There you go. Got it. Okay, we're back. Um, an- another team that I think is more one and done, um, LSU, they faced Old Miss and lost. Megan and Amy, you got this game. If you're noticing a trend, I am 0 for 4. But again, LSU, how much like care, because I'm not going to use the S word, but I, I don't think Ed Orgeron gives two cares at all. Like he, he probably just like yeah. shows up, probably smokes like a stogie in the locker room before they like trot why on the field. He He's getting paid millions to like do nothing, basically. That's what I'm saying. Like, so why would he even care how they perform? He's done after this year. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Now he can just focus more on his ladies that he brings to practice. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I did not watch too much of that game. Um, I don't know. Old Miss has a big game coming up this weekend, so we'll see um, how they're tested. But I don't know. That game didn't didn't surprise me too much. Oregon UCLA, um, almost an upset there, thirty four thirty one. I was Amy so close I, to getting that upset. I know, Megan, you're so close. If you would have pulled that off. You would have been this week's winner. But uh, I got one right uh, in all of them. So you and Amy were the the winners for this week, you guys tied. Um, okay, but again, but whoa, I did. Wait, hold up. Okay. There is another prediction that Amy missed, and I did get right. I'm not going to spoil it because I know we're not sharing the results here. But our new oh. niece slash nephew, I did predict oh. that correctly. So I think as a tiebreaker. Okay. All right. Okay, Megan. Congratulations. I did. I didn't know what you guys. <laughs> I mean, you can't share it now, but I didn't know what you guys had each picked. But I will say I was also correct, so. Well, yeah. if the fans listen, then Megan did just give it away. And wow. I would like to say that it is not fair. I stand be- behind that. 
That's true. If it was in the last week's episode in this week. She hasn't been sick at all. But I'm not bitter. I'm just happy for her. So, okay, Megan, I will I will give you the we'll get to say it's unofficial, but we'll give you the unofficial win. I really need a win in my life at this point. So <laughs> we leave it just to football. I actually did tie. Okay. I apparently at personal life things I'm not very successful, but football I did earn the tie for first place. Okay. I did actually try last week, so Okay. I feel like I should add, but just put the like whose line is it anyway where they're like the points don't matter and the but it, it's our family like it matters okay okay fine all right all right fine how about this I lost I was the loser <laughs> there you go um alrighty so they did come out with the top 25 after this week and wouldn't you know it little slimy Alabama's little grubby hands got themselves back in the top three I was really excited because I was like oh my gosh we're gonna have like a a playoff with like no Oklahoma Alabama or Clemson and then Oklahoma and Alabama clawed their little selves back in but um, Cincinnati's still up there at two, seven and zero. Did you guys see the Cincinnati game? It was close for a little bit. Uh, it was close the entire time. They nearly lost to Navy. Yeah, they they did. won by I, one score. I was really cheering for Navy. They had that one, um, or no, maybe that was the Wake Forest Army. Wake yeah. Forest and Army was the one that was like seventy six to. Yeah, oh, yeah, so like, like a basketball score. Did you see that meme? It's like eighty billion on a defense budget. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> scores like oh yeah. God. And this is this is kind of defense we get. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. But um, we have three Big Ten um all together. We got Ohio State at five, Michigan at six, and Michigan State, which. I, I guess they're undefeated, but Michigan State just, I don't know. I think they'll fall this weekend, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, and then I was at 10. So we've got four in the top 10 for the Big Ten, which is, depending on if you follow uh, Conference Pride or not, you'll care about that. Uh, what do you guys think about the the rankings? Agree, disagree, feedback? Um, I mean, I don't think Cincinnati is the second best team, but they're undefeated. And what can you do? I mean, right right that's what I'm saying like what can you do if a team is undefeated it's not like you can really put them down you know beneath too many teams um and I know Cincinnati they're out of conference schedule Indiana Notre Dame Notre Dame right now still looks like a good win but I kind of wonder if that's going to hold up for them um I'm not a fan of group of five teams getting into the playoff when there's only four spots because I think it's like, you know, what we saw last year with when Notre Dame got in, it's like that first game, they're going to get absolutely destroyed. No one wants to see that. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I did totally miss, cause I think they played on like a Wednesday or something that coastal Carolina lost. I didn't, didn't watch mm-hmm. the game, didn't know about it, but the Chanticleers are no yeah. more. They are no more. They're they're barely ranked now. Alrighty, well let's uh, let's shake it up a little bit. Let's do a little something more more fun. Let's do a football on fleek. So Amy, what do we have this week? Okay, we are comparing some old country classics to our top twenty-five, and maybe a few other teams if you wanted to bring them in. Because of course I had to have a song for Nebraska. Would you guys come up? Okay. With? 
Can I just preface this by saying I feel like every country song could be about Nebraska right now because it's like looping <laughs> everything. You've like lost your wife, your kids, your dog, like <laughs> everything is terrible. <laughs> yeah. No, I have a I have only the go out Nebraska. Here. Okay. Um, but I will I'll get it started because I have the most obvious one and there's no room for debate on this. But it would be Country Road, <laughs> West Virginia. <laughs> I do think that's like their official state song. I, so. I'm thinking yeah. Coal Miner's Daughter for them. <laughs> <laughs> also fair. Also fair. I just figured out how to start with a really obvious one to kind of almost be like an example for the segment. Okay. Well, I'll go next with one that I think is pretty fitting. Um, okay. So, you know, <laughs> you know, Reba McIntyre's fancy. <laughs> it's like a- it's like, sorry, it's not funny because the mom's like dying, but she's like, she's like, just go put on your best dress and like, just look pretty for the men and you'll be okay or whatever. And like, I feel like that's like, she was like, just kind of, you know, this like awkward little girl, like not quite a woman yet, but then she just like started dressing nice. And now she's like, I feel like that's Cincy. It's just like, they're putting on their best <laughs> they're getting all dolled up. And this is like the time of their life because yeah, they were definitely not getting that attention. And I still don't think it's very deserved, but we'll see. I just feel like that song them right now. I think that's a good one. Okay. I think that's a good analogy. So that's, that's interesting because I also had a song for Cincinnati. Same idea, but I chose Aaron Tippin's song, That's As Close As I'll Get to Loving You. Because I feel <laughs> like, number two, this is as close as they're going to get to that playoff national championship spot. Um, I don't. I don't know if they're going to make it or not, but they've gotten close this year. Is that a top 40 song? Because I believe I wanted to do top 40 and you said mm-hmm. classics. And so. Well, it's a classic song. I think it's from like the early 1990s. Okay. Um, it's probably the most obscure song on my list. So I'll try to get some more like well-known songs worked into this segment. <laughs> okay. Well. I will go. <laughs> this is like the most random one probably, but it made me laugh. So I'm going to share it. But I did wide open spaces for Iowa. And I said, it's a description of what's between their ears. <laughs> okay, Laura, see, I am like on the same wavelength as you as well, because I also chose wide open spaces, but I chose it for Alabama because I don't know if you have seen their secondary, but it is terrible and Tennessee was able to at the beginning of the game at least there were some wide open spaces for them to throw that ball and they were actually tied with Alabama for I mean most of the first half anyway I had chosen that song as well just for Alabama good one good one too okay well I did not have that song so I can't apply it to anyone well what song do you have Amy yeah Okay, so this song is um, <laughs> this song is for Georgia, and um, it's that Dolly Parton song, Jolene. <laughs> like, Please don't take my man. <laughs> I feel like this is like they're not where they are this year because like this is the strongest they've ever been. Like I feel like they've had really good teams in the past, but it's just like I feel like it's more of a um, where everyone else is this year that they're where they're at. And so they're just like, please, no one like (laughs) no one upset us and like take this from us because we're finally at the top and we're always like, you know, two, three, four, five, like, I don't know, like late lower down in the poll. And so it's like Jolene, Alabama. What'd you say about Alabama? 
I said, is Jolene, Alabama. Like, please, Jolene, please, Alabama, please don't come back and, like, beat us in the title game. Or just, like, anybody. Because I think, like, two, I feel like Georgia's lost. Like, they always have a heartbreak every year. Like, the year that Blankenship missed that. Like, they shouldn't have lost that game. I don't know. I just feel like they're just like, please, nobody, like, take this from us. Just let us win this year. But Jolene could be Alabama. But as long as they, you know, take advantage of those wide open spaces. Yep. Um, do you guys have any more? Yeah, I have like three more, but. Okay. okay just um, rapid fire, Megan. You're up. <laughs> okay. So I actually have a song for Arkansas. I realized they're unranked, but when I looked through a list of the top 100 country songs from the nineties, I saw this one and I was like, oh, it's too perfect for Arkansas. So this is based on last year's locker room comment from Sam Pittman when they had beaten Mississippi State and they're all like celebrating in the locker room and he's like turn on that damn jukebox so I have chosen for their song Mark Chestnut's Bubba Shot the Jukebox from 1992 a real classic um, because Arkansas is kind of spiraling downward right now I thought I felt like that was an appropriate song he did in the song he does shoot it because it makes him sad well it's not a celebration anymore. Now they're sad. So let's get that jukebox out of there. Okay. All right. For Wake Forest, I have Travis Tritt. Here's a quarter. Call someone who cares. Um, because they're undefeated. And they're only ranked number 13. No one is talking about them. And I'm like, they're in a Power 5 conference and they're undefeated. And no one's giving them the time of day. Maybe that's fair, but I just feel like what what do they have to do to get some, you know, I mean, Cincinnati's up at number two, like, poor Wake Forest. That's awesome. I don't even know that song, but uh, just the title gives me a, gives me exactly what I need to know. Yeah. All right, I have one more, and you guys will know what team this is as soon as I tell you the song. So this is Kenny Chesney's She Thinks My Tractor is Sexy. Iowa. This is Iowa. <laughs> I knew you would get it. I'm like, how? How did this song get any playtime at all? And then, then I'm like, look at Iowa. And I'm like, how? How are they even ranked? Neither one of those things is good. So let's just put them in a category together and shelve them. Okay, I see it. I see it. Um, you really went into the treasure trove of uh, classic country, Megan. I have, I, um, I have another one, which maybe you guys can get this. But you know that George Strait, all my exes live in Texas? <laughs> yes. I feel like this is Texas A&M when they, like, left for the SEC. <laughs> oh, um, good one. Except yep. now, like, people are following them, but it's, like, they're still not welcome back in the state of Texas. So, yeah, I feel like they got the best like of Alabama, that. but for the most part, everyone still gets the, the best of them. So, I, uh, I, will, I will give my Nebraska song now. And, of course, okay, I had I to pick you. Okay. I had to pick Garth Brooks because he came here and did, like, five shows a couple years ago. And then he just, like, did one of his first – I think he had – she shut back down because of COVID. But he just, like, sold out Memorial Stadium and did a, did a, a tour here, too. But this is in honor of Scott Frost. It is going to be standing outside the fire. <laughs> oh. And uh, basically the song is, like, uh, talking about, like, you know, life is not tried. It is merely survived. And I'm like, we're just in survival mode right now. Like, let's just – Okay, that's very similar to my song, <laughs> because my song is that Alan Jackson, Living on Love, Buying on Time. 
which is like and it's like love can walk through the fire without blinking like that's where we're at like we're all still fans like none of us are changing but we're just living on love for our huskers because it's not happening right now yeah i like yes. that yeah. song. so i do actually like that song now i like feel like i need to like put on my country playlist for the rest of my like my day here listen to the good oldies Alrighty. Well, if we missed any or you guys think of any additional uh, good comparisons, let us know on Facebook or Instagram. We'll wrap up this week. Um, looking forward to the upcoming games. We'll do this kind of rapid fire. So we've got a handful of games around the conferences. Megan made sure we got all of them. So we're going to start with Nebraska-Purdue. I will be there. So hopefully I'll bring some good luck. Is Charlotte going? We debated taking her, but she really likes to, like, crawl around and stand up on things right now. So I don't think she's going to sit for a game. So she's going to stay with Grandma. But uh, we might take her um, Husker basketball actually as an exhibition game and we're season ticket holders. So we might take her to that um, just because we can kind of go and leave. And it won't be like it's indoor. So she might be going to a Husker basketball game. Okay. I was just Uh, thinking she might be a little better luck. But um, this one's unobvious for me. Big in Nebraska. Okay. And I'm going to say 43, no, 47-13. Okay. A little like Northwesternish score there. Yes. All right. Yes. We do we do well at home, so Okay. Okay. Well, I will take Nebraska and I am gonna say 38-24. Okay. And I'm gonna say 31-17. I actually had that still before you guys went, so Alrighty. Um, then we have Michigan, Michigan State. I am going to take Michigan, even though I feel like Michigan State would has Michigan's number sometimes. Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Michigan. Yeah, they're both overrated. This is like my big brother, little brother analogy that I did. Is it like the spoiled crybaby older brother or like the cheating cheap younger brother? Um yeah, I feel like Michigan's going to win, but I think they're both overrated, and I hate them both, so it's just so hard. I'll stick with Michigan. Okay, well, I'll go with Michigan State then. Any reason why, Megan, or just to be different? Mostly just to be different. I could see either team winning, so it's kind of a toss-up for me. Okay, all right. What about Georgia-Florida? Okay, I'm actually going to take Florida. Okay. I might regret this, but Dan Mullen is on the hot seat. I think he's playing for his job right now. So if they're going to upset someone, this is the week it's going to happen. I'll pick Florida. Okay, see, okay. I was like, I know if you go by college football math, like that Kentucky beat Florida, and mm-hmm. but it's like, mm-hmm. you know, but Georgia beat kentucky but it's like obviously you can't go by that um yeah but i was just like thinking because florida like they i feel like they are a strong second half team like they came back against alabama and it was like a a Mm two-point game at the very end i was actually thinking to pick florida for the upset as well so i'll pick florida all right well you guys know i'm taking i'm taking georgia uh next game is old miss and auburn I'm going to stick with Ole Miss on this one. I think they're going to get it done. I'm going to go with Ole Miss as well. Um, I do find it a little bit odd that Penn State is ranked below Auburn now just because of the loss to Illinois. 
that seems a little weird to me. They have the same record, and the head-to-head Penn State has beat Auburn. Yeah, but like I Auburn's, like Auburn's loss was not as bad as Penn State's loss. <laughs> like, <laughs> Illinois is not good. But I, I get your point, though. But yeah. in nine other times, when they wish to win by a, like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I I mean, it's, it is Illinois, though, so you should, never should have gone to overtime, but... Um, I can't really speak on that because we lost. I was going to say, we know how it feels in state. <laughs> and then until that Minnesota loss, which, did we lose by seven to them? Yeah, like one score. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Illinois is still our worst loss of the season. How depressing is that? Like, we played Oklahoma, yeah, very, Michigan, very like, and our worst loss is to Illinois. Anyway. Ooh, we can just edit that out, too. Um, think about that. I'll pick Auburn. I don't think Bo Nix is good, but I think he, like, picks one game, like, a season and, like, plays better than what he's really capable of. So, maybe that'll happen this time. Yeah. Next game. Okay. And, actually, I was looking at these picks, and I was like, I actually have not watched Ohio State play. I don't don't know why. I don't know if it's because they're playing, like, really bad teams or, like, the time they're playing. But I was thinking about it, and I'm like, I haven't even watched Ohio State. Like, Mm -hmm. how is that possible? Anyways. Penn State is taking on OSU, and, I mean, OSU is not the OSU we know them as, but I, I don't see. That's the thing. I'm like, I can't believe I haven't watched Ohio State more. I think I think Ohio State will do it. I think they're going to win, but I'm curious to see how they how they show up. Yeah, I don't know if Indiana's secondary is, like, that bad, but I think mm-hmm. that they still do have a lot of talent. Like, Alave, I think they have, like, some big tight ends, though, too. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know that Stroud's that, like, Heisman candidate that people are, like, trying to get him into, but I think he has a very good core of receivers, and I think they're better than Penn State, too, so I think they'll get the win. Yeah, I'm going to go with Ohio State as well. I did watch them play um, this week, and they look pretty darn good. So this is typical Ohio State, though. They start slow, and then by the end of the season, they're demolishing everyone, and feel like that's what's happening again I don't think Penn State has a chance all right so we're all taking OSU yep yes all right what about uh Iowa State and West Virginia you know what I'm just gonna pick West Virginia for fun because I like country road song and I like that song but I think Iowa State's gonna win this is October when they play their best um I just yeah I don't think West Virginia's got a chance I have no idea, you guys. I, I'm i going to go with West Virginia. All right. I really thought I would be the only one taking that one. Um, Notre Dame and UNC. Going to go Notre Dame. Got the winningest coach in uh, their history. <laughs> yes. Who is uh, Brian Kelly, not Chip Kelly. Right, Brian Kelly. It's hard because my heart really wants to go with UNC here. And so I think I'm going to, because I will be cheering really hard. I know that they have not looked good all season, so maybe this is the game they put it together. Okay. I think I'm just going to have to pick Notre Dame, but my heart will be going for UNC. So if I get this one wrong, I won't be upset. That is, that's fair. Okay. Okay. Um, On to another, like, not even team that I don't watch, conference I don't watch, the Pac-12. Washington and Stanford. I've obviously gone to be loyal to Andrew Luck, um, so I will take Stanford. I'm going to take Stanford as well. Well, I'll take Washington to be different. Okay. Really could be right. Total toss-up. I have no idea. (laughs) So, yeah. All righty. Well, we're excited to watch this week's games. Hopefully we can uh, 
get that W versus Purdue or Purboo. Um, if anybody has any fun, uh, especially Nebraska themed uh, costumes, we'd love to see them. So send them in again to College Dame Day, Facebook or Instagram. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to College Dame Day. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Also, hit us up. We are at College Dame Day on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Join us again next week for more college football content.